Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Amen. I believe we got two or three in the same mindset, in the same vein tonight. I believe he's in the midst and he wants to move in the miraculous. Amen. I believe he wants to show up and I believe he wants to show out tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. I come here tonight. Amen. I want to inspire somebody who feels intimidated. Amen. Somebody that feels overwhelmed and totally inadequate to even imagine something mighty from God to happen to them in this place tonight. Amen. I want to talk to somebody here who in the past have thought you would enjoy surge, but have had to endure purge. Amen. Those of you who have desired addition, but have dealt with dreadful subtraction. Amen. Those of you who have dreamed of more, but in reality, you stand with me today with less than you've ever had because the devil tells you it's not for you. But I tell you upon the authority of the word of God tonight. Yes, yes, you can. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles with me, turn with me to Numbers chapter 13 and verse 1. And we'll endeavor to read. Amen, amen, amen. That's what I was looking for right there. Amen. That song, he sung, I really like it. I love it when youth get on it. You know, some people, they kind of, Maybe they don't like the way they like their music, but they didn't like my music when I was that age either. But I turned out all right. I think I did. Amen. So you just keep on doing it, brother. Amen. 13 and verse 1. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man and every ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were the heads of the children of Israel. Skip down to verse 30 with me. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, it is a land that is eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight amen i ask you to lay your bibles down once again we go before the lord God, I ask you, God, to come into this place once again, God, to touch my mind, God. God, I ask you to touch my heart and soul, God, to deliver your word, God, that you have given me today, God. 
God, I pray that it would manifest in something of your glory, God, that it would go out into your people, Lord, that they would give heed to it, God, but not only be hearers of your word, but yet to be doers of your word, God. God, let something transpire in this place to let somebody know that they can do this thing. It doesn't matter what the adversary says, that they will leave this place knowing that they can do it. Amen. And in the name of Jesus, we give you all the grace and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. He sends 12 spies over to search out the land to to look out what's going to happen. I mean, it's a promised land that God has given them. And he says, well, I'm going to send some men out and I'm going to look. Ten of them comes back and they, they tell the people, they said, we can't do it. But you see, those men that said we couldn't do it, they had no proof that there were giants in the land. They had no proof that the sons of Anak were there. But we have two men that come back with grapes up on, two, on the two of them. And they come back with proof of a land that God said flows with milk and honey and fruit that takes two men to carry. Amen. They had the proof. So I want you to know that you do not have to be afraid just because somebody says, hey, there's big problems out there. Just because somebody says, hey, this city can't be won, amen? They have no proof of that. They tell you that you can't have this gift of the Holy Ghost, that you can't get what that lady received this morning. They tell you you can't. But I'm here to tell you that, yes, you can, amen? Yes, you can have this thing, amen? Look around you. There's people sitting next to you right now that the unbeliever said a few years ago that they would never make it. Oh, yeah. You're looking at somebody speaking to you that they said he would never make it, much less stand up and preach the word of God. But God said, yes, you can. Hallelujah. Numbers 14 and 1 says, And all the congregation lifted up their voice and they cried. And the people went that night and all of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt. Or would God that we had died in the wilderness? Come on. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the same people that was fed when there was no food. I'm talking about the same people that had light when everybody over in, in Egypt was in darkness. I'm talking about the same people that looked at the Red Sea and said, Oh my God, what we're going to do? And he parts it open. Those people now have allowed Satan to get in their mind. They're allowed the ways of the world to get in their mind to say, oh, we can't do that. We can't do that. Amen. But they ain't the only people that do this. As we read through the Bible, we find several men who, who fall into the same trap. You see, there was Moses who tried to disqualify him from the call of God because he had a speech impediment. We have Jeremiah who tried to run from the call of God saying, God, I'm just a child and I'm, I'm not really able to take on such a great responsibility right now. We have Gideon who actually has the audacity to argue with God that he can't do this. You see, all these men, they had the same excuses. Amen. They were, they were really saying the exact same thing. They were saying, hey, we can't do this thing. 
But in our text, we're not reading about one or two men. We're reading about 1.8 to 9 million people saying we can't do this. They have two people that says, hey, we can do it. Ten spies return back into the land with a negative report. And their negativity and their unbelief poisoned the spirits of a whole nation. Those who did not believe died. Died in the wilderness. As a result, in a place and a time when they should have broken through and they should have birthed their promised destiny, they had a breakdown. Hallelujah. They left the promise of God. Amen. What was it that caused this spiritual abortion? What was it that caused this death of a dream? Amen. What was it that called this denial of their destiny? Was it a devil? Was it these giants that had conquered them and killed thousands of them and left them dead on a bloody battlefield? What was it that robbed this 1.9 million people of their destination that God said is yours? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you. It was four little words. Hallelujah. That stole them. That robbed them from their blessing. Amen. That stole their destiny from them. It was when they allowed ten men to walk back into their camp and say, we can't do it. That's what happened. That's what stole it. Amen. It was these words that did it. You say, preacher, really? These words can do it. Yes, words can change life, amen? Because words contain things, amen? They're just containers, amen? You can either fill them with faith. You can fill them with courage, amen? You can fill them with confidence. Or you can fill them with fear and doubt and unbelief, amen? You have power in your tongue, amen? The Bible said power of life and death is in the tongue. You can either speak prosperity or you can speak damnation unto your soul. But I'm here to tell you, you can make it. Hallelujah. 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 You see, when Israel spoke these four words, they said we can't do it. They excluded God. Amen. They were full of fear. They were full of unbelief. Their words were void of the God factor. Oh, hallelujah. But I come in here tonight, amen. I come in here to fill this atmosphere with the God factor, amen. Oh, I'm coming here to tell you that the word that I'm getting ready to tell you right now, they're pregnant with possibility, and they're pregnant with potential, and they're pregnant with power, and they're pregnant with life in this place right now because they are filled with faith, and most importantly, they are filled with the voice of God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the words that I'm about to speak today can move from sickness to health, from weakness to strength, from loser to winner, from warrior to worshiper, from stress to blessed, from fearful to fearless, from lack of abundance to abundance, from sorrow to joy, from poverty to prosperity, from bondage to liberty, and from weak and lowly to the high and mighty. Yeah, the words I'm about to speak. Yes, that's what can happen. Amen. Come on, lift your hands up right now. You need to be in the right frame of mind to accept what God's going to do in this place. Amen. I need you to give your ears here to the word tonight, to what he's going to say. Hallelujah. Because I believe the words is going to penetrate in somebody's spirit. Amen. Somebody hearing this message tonight, they're going to be changed. 
They're going to walk out of these doors. They're going to be different. They're going to leave here different. They're not ever, ever going to be the same way they are right now. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I don't care what the skeptics are saying. I don't care what the critics are saying. Amen. I don't care what the economy says. Amen. I know we're facing a, a tough time in our economy right now with all the elections going on, people's pausing, and they're really worried about what's going on. But in all honesty, I'm not really worried about what's going on. Amen. Because I serve a God that says it doesn't matter what he does to you. You're going to be all right. It doesn't matter if you don't have money. I'm going to put food on your table. I serve a God that's going to bring me meat from the raven. Amen. I, I, I got water from the sea or the water of the river of Sherith. It doesn't really matter what the economy says. It doesn't matter because I serve a God that says, yes, you can. Oh, Hallelujah. All I really care about is what God is saying. What's God saying? I'm telling somebody all you need is a word from God tonight. Amen. Hebrews 11 and chapter 3 says this. It says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. Amen. When God got ready to create this world and this universe that we live in, he simply spoke it into existence. He began to use his voice. Let there be light. Pew. Light. Let there be seas. Pew. Let there be life. Pew. All he had to do is begin to speak it in life. Amen. Amen. You say, really, you can just speak this stuff? Yes. If you have the power of God living down inside of you, you can speak life to somebody. You can speak prosperity to somebody. You do not have to be bound by Satan. You don't have to go wrong to the rules that he plays with the world. We are not like them. We are different. We are a peculiar people. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what tough situation you're facing right now. I don't care what your problem is tonight. I do know the answer though. The answer is the word from God. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling somebody tonight that one word from God tonight can drive out cancer from your body. Amen. One word from God can put meal back in your barrel. One word from God can put oil back in your cruise. A word from God will deliver you and set you free from any addiction that you have. One word from God can restore your marriage and heal a broken heart. One word. Oh, somebody tell somebody, all I need is one word from God. And his word says, yes, you can. Woo, hallelujah. 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 Your friends are looking at you. They're saying you're crazy. They're saying it's an impossible situation what you're dealing with. I serve a God that deals with the impossible. Hmm. I serve a God that does the unexpected, amen? Come on. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you that his word says, yes, you can. We can't, we can't, we can't go into the natural physics of the world. If you, if you listen to the natural physics of law of this world, it tells you that a man can't walk on water. But his word says, yes, you can. I love it when his word's right. With one word, Peter stepped out of the boat. 
With one word, he stepped out of the natural into the supernatural and began to walk on water. What everybody said could not be done, Peter said, oh my God, said I can. Yeah, I think I will. I think I'll walk out. I think I'll step out on faith. I don't care what the adversary says. I don't care if you're dealing with sickness. I don't care if you're dealing with marriage problems. I don't care what it is. Say the devil says it. I don't care. I'm stepping into the supernatural. I'm stepping into what God has for me tonight. I'm not bound by this world's religion. I'm not bound by their rules. I'm bound by his rules. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody in here needs to let this word get down in their soul. Amen. Somebody in here needs to get ready to step into a room with God like you've never been before. Amen. You need to get ready to step into a place and do things that you have never, ever done before. Amen. Because there's three things that you can bank on. Amen. Hallelujah. You can do this. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Greater is he that is you in you than he that is in the world. And all things are possible to them that believe. Come on, church. If we're a believer, we got the power. We can do it. Amen. The word can't does not even exist in God's vocabulary. Hallelujah. I hear people all the time say, well, I can't preach like so-and-so. I can't sing like so-and-so. I'm so sick of that malarkey. If I was worried about if I couldn't preach, I would have never got up here. I mean, my God, you got the replacement for refs up here right now. You had Pastor Gill up here preaching. And if I was worried about preaching like Pastor Gill, I'd have never got here. You can't go on what, what other people are doing. Oh, I can't sing like so and so. It doesn't matter what you sound like. God said, make a joyful noise unto me. Amen. Amen. I can't, I can't, I can't. Hallelujah. God's telling somebody today, you need to stop comparing yourself. Amen. Stop comparing yourself with the other members. Stop trying to measure yourself with what somebody else is doing. God says, just use what God gave you. Just use what I've gave you. Amen. What you have is enough. God has given you exactly what you need to fulfill your destiny. And I'll go ahead and tell you, he's gave you more than enough, amen? Amen, he gave each man the measure of faith that he would need from the foundation of this earth. So don't say you ain't got enough. The word says, yes, you do. Hallelujah, hallelujah. First Kings, we read about a, a little widow woman there. Who tells the prophet, she said, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing and no value, sir. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm losing my home. I'm losing my sons. I've got nothing of value. He said, oh, yes, you do. You've got something and you've got enough. Ooh, he said, all I need you to do is I need you to put it to work. I need you to start pouring. <laughs> I want you to pour a little oil. And the more she poured, the more it multiplied. The more she poured, the more it multiplied. Amen? You getting this? The more she poured, the more it multiplied. Oh, you ain't getting it. But you about to get it. Come on, somebody. You see, it made her very prosperous. It paid off her debt. It paid, got her sons back. She poured the oil. And the symbolization of the oil is the Holy Ghost. And somebody in here saying, oh, I ain't got enough of that to do this. And I ain't got enough of Holy Ghost to step out and lay hands on the sick. But somebody saying, oh, yes, you do. 
How about you just pour a little bit of what you got and see if God don't just keep multiplying. You just keep doing what you do and God will just keep multiplying. Woo! She just kept on pouring, amen? You got to understand that God wants every child of God to function on a higher level. Amen. When we were born again, we weren't just born out of sin. We just wasn't born out of sickness. Amen. We just wasn't born out of diseases and poverty and lack. Amen. We were born into the kingdom of God. We were born into the realm of the supernatural and the miraculous. Amen. It is our normal to see the miraculous. Amen. Hallelujah. We were born into the realms of miracle signs and wonders. Hey, come on, somebody. The atmosphere of the child of God is the realm of supernatural peace. It is of joy, of power, of prosperity, of wisdom, and of manifestations of the power of God. That's the normal. Hey, man, the devil's so afraid of what will happen when you, you, and you take your place in the spirit. That he does everything that he can possibly do to keep you from doing what you need to do. He does everything he can do to strip you from your wings. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you, the devil knows the power that we got. He's been here since the foundation. He, he, he's lived up there with the big God. He knows what's going on. He knows the power that he's got. And he knows that we can walk on water. Amen. He knows that we were created to live and function in the realm of the miraculous. Amen. He just doesn't want you to know it. He knows that Jesus gave us power to cast out devils. He knows that he gave us power to heal the sick. He knows that we are the righteous seed of God. Amen. He knows these things. He knows that your body is the temple of God. He knows that the same spirit that, that raised Jesus up from the dead 2,000 years ago still lives inside of you. Hey man, the devil knows it's the norm for the child of God to have signs, miracles, and wonders in his life. He just doesn't want you to know it. He just doesn't want you to know it. The majority of God's people get stuck in this pit of, I can't. I can't. I can't do that. Hey Amen. We get too familiar. We get too comfortable with the normal, with the predictable, with the expected and the natural. Amen. Hallelujah. We can't get stuck in the normal. We can't get stuck in the natural. We're not of this world. This world's not my home. I'm just passing through. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you one thing that, that holds us back from doing what God says, from stepping into this realm, is pride. Oh, you ain't getting on that. Yeah. Hey, man, not the way your pastor would get into it, but the way I'm going to get into it. You see, pride is a killer, and pride is a thief. Pride is a deceiver, and pride is an enemy to the power of God. Amen. Proverbs 16 and 5 said, Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination in the eyes of God. You see, pride has robbed so many multitudes of their miracles and stolen the destiny of so many people from God. Amen. It's so easy to blame the devil for missing your blessing. Oh, come on. Well, I should have had that, but it's the devil's fault I didn't have it. But when in reality, more times than we choose to say it, it's really just pride gets in our way. 
Pride of stepping to where we are now and stepping into the supernatural. Oh, oh, what will happen? There's that fear steps in. What will people say about me when I begin to, to act that way? When I begin to do those things? Fear of making a mistake. Fear of failure. What if I lay hands and they don't? What if they do? I mean, hey, what can you lose? You got God backing you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you to move in the supernatural, you have to be willing to step into the unknown. It doesn't matter what, what you don't know what's going on. Joshua said it this way. He said, you must follow the ark that you may know which way to go before you have passed not this way before. In order to walk in the supernatural, you have got to get out of the natural. And you have got to step into the supernatural, amen. To take a hold of what God has for you, you have to let go. Man, that's hard to do. I mean, you, you, you stepping in a boat and you're looking over at a storm. It's real hard. Stepping to a boat. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But you got to let go. To step out of this norm. To step into what God wants you to do. To step into the miraculous. To step into the supernatural. You've got to get the mindset that, hey, I can do this. Yeah, the other disciples are saying, no, Peter, I don't know about that. You better get back in the boat. You better get, but, but the master said, come. The master said, do it. The master said, I can do it. James, John, I, I think I'm going to take a chance. Come on, you heard the song. How did it word it? I had to have the words up here. He said, you're on the edge now. Just take one step. You might just find out you can fly. You might find out you can walk on water. <laughs> Woo, you never know until it happens, amen. It said you're on the edge. Just take one step and you'll find out you can fly. You'll never know what happens. Just take a chance. It might change your life. Come on, you ain't getting it. You got to take a chance and you got to take a step. It just might change your life. You may walk into the supernatural. You may lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. You may touch the blind and they see. Whoa, you may touch the lame and they'll walk again. You just don't know until you take that step of the supernatural. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Oh, you say they think you crazy, brother. Oh, I know it. I know it. You're looking at me thinking the preacher's crazy. He done lost his mind. That's okay. I have. I have lost my mind. And I've took on God's mind. But you better make up in your mind when you get ready to step out of the norm. When you get ready to step into the supernatural, people's going to think you're crazy. Amen. All the people thought Moses was crazy for hitting the rock and expecting water to come out. But it worked. Come on. The children of Israel probably looked like a bunch of idiots walking around Jericho. People looking down on, man, look at these crazy idiots. They think they're going to take our city like this, but it worked. Elijah must have looked like a crazy man up on Mount Carmel saying, I'll oh, pour some more water on there. Pour some more water on there. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to call fire down from heaven. Pour some more water on there. Crazy, Elijah. Oh, but it worked. But it worked. Amen. Hallelujah. It works when you step into the realm of the supernatural and believe that God can do all things. Amen. We're never going to live like Jesus until we think like Jesus. Amen. We're never going to get into that way until we lose our minds and take on the mind of Christ. 
Amen. Peter had some crazy faith. Amen. He made up in his mind that he would rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat sitter. Oh, come on. You ain't listening to me. He said, I'd rather go out and take a step of faith and fall in the water and have my master pick me back up than to sit on a pew every Sunday and Wednesday and dry up and die. Woo! Come on, somebody. You got to be a wet water walker. You got to be willing to step out into the realm of the supernatural because that's what God has for you. Hallelujah. I know it's hard for some of you to swallow. You think I've done lost my mind. Amen. Because we've come a long way. Mm. Amen. We ain't like, I done said it already this morning. You can be seated. I done spoke about it this morning. About these old time fickle preaching. I mean, man. Back there got the brush harbors and everything. Bunch of hillbillies. I mean, we got these nice places. All these lights, these fans, these big fancy screens. And all this nice stuff. We've come a long way. Hey, man, we've gotten things pretty comfortable. Oh, but thank God for some bishops, some elders in our life. <laughs> they didn't worry about the comfortable, amen. They didn't let comfortable get in their way, amen. That they was willing to step out, amen, who understood, hey, I know I'm going to look like a crazy man. I know I'm going to look like a fool to step out into this way, but I've got to do it because i got to have something for my boy to have come down. And then he's got to step out and act like a crazy person for his boy to step out and have some. Somebody's got to keep it going, amen. Somebody's got to get crazy up in this place, amen. Come on, I'm looking for somebody to get desperate in here, amen? Amen, I'm telling you right now, when you get desperate enough, your reputation doesn't mean nothing to you, amen? When you get desperate enough for God, you don't need somebody to come in here and pump you and prime you up. You just come in here and lift up your hands and begin to praise God when you're desperate enough, amen? Is there anybody desperate in the house tonight? Is there anybody got some crazy praise in the house tonight? Hallelujah. Let me tell you for the naysayers who, who's wondering right now, I'll go ahead and tell you, Satan don't care if you come to church. I'm just telling you the truth. He don't care if you come in here. He don't come in here if you're sitting here with your pretty praise. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He don't care. Hey, man, he don't care. Hey, when David come in here, when he got the divine order and he had the blessing of God coming back into his life, when the altar began to come back in his life, he didn't care. Woo! He's dancing, he's shouting until his, his outer garments begin to come off. His priesthood begin to come off. His wife, Michael, looks at him and says, man, you are a dancing like a fool. You have embarrassed yourself. And what happens when somebody begins to, to curse and, and to make fun of the, somebody worshiping God is said he closed up his womb. She never birthed nothing from then on, so be careful what you say about somebody's praise. I love to see my buddy right here, buddy. I'm telling you, if I have a pastor, I need about 20 of that jokers right there, up and down right here. Because he don't care. You got some crazy praise I'm talking about, buddy. I'm talking about some crazy praise, amen. I'm trying to tell somebody tonight that if you're ever going to fly, if you're ever going to walk on water, if you're ever going to move in the supernatural, amen, of the glory of God, you might as well go ahead and sell it right now. Listen to this preacher tonight. Somebody's going to think you're crazy. Somebody's going to think you've lost your mind. Mm. Now, I don't want to offend nobody in here. I don't want to try to label nobody in here. But I just wonder, is there any crazy people in the house? Whew. I 
said, is there any crazy people in the house? I'm talking about the kind of crazy that can believe God regardless of the doctor's report. Amen? The kind of crazy that'll praise God in the middle of your pain, right in the middle of a divorce, right in the middle of a broken heart, right in the middle of a court battle. Whatever your problem is, can you get crazy enough to praise God right now in the midst of your battle? I'm telling somebody can come out of depression tonight. Somebody can lose that, that, that battle that you've been fighting a long time. You can come out of it tonight. You say, I don't know about a preacher. I say, I do know. The word says, yes, you can. Amen. I'm here to tell you right now, we're, we're not just chicken floppers in here. We're eagles and we were made to soar the sky. Amen. But you don't get out of the chicken pit until you begin to flap your wings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to fly tonight, if you want to step into supernatural, you got to begin to flap them wings. You got to begin to praise God with some crazy praise. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You listen to me. Woo. Listen to me now. The rest of Peter's life, he had a testimony. He said, hey, I walked on water with Jesus. The rest of the other disciples, they had a testimony too. Hmm. We watched Peter walk on the water. Amen. Amen. I don't want to say I saw. I don't want to say I, I, I almost seen it happen. But I want to say, hey, I experienced everything that God has for me. Amen. I just have to believe that I'm talking to a group of people that's been fasting and praying for revival that says, hey, I'm not satisfied at watching everybody else have the revival. I'm not satisfied with, let's just take it from Arkansas with 56 souls baptized in Jesus. I'm not satisfied with it. I want it here. I'm talking about some crazy people that's willing to step out of the boat, step into the rim of the supernatural. Amen. Hey, man, I watched somebody else do it when I could have done it. Musicians, hey amen. Tell somebody, I want somebody to look at you. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm about to praise God like I've lost my mind. Everybody, it's okay to say it, sis. I'm looking at you. See, you, you, you're trying to back out because, see, I know how this works. If I don't say it, I'm not bound to my word. I didn't tell the preacher nothing. Go ahead and look at her. I want to see you lose your mind. Come on, somebody. Say, I'm about to praise God like I've lost my mind. And because I'm about to get ready to step into the supernatural. Amen. I'm about to move into the miraculous move of God tonight. Amen. Tell them, say, there's some things I need in my life. I need the Holy Ghost. I need salvation in my body. And I need healing in my body. I need some things from God. And the only way that I'm going to get them is to get up out of my pew. And begin to praise him and begin to worship. But come on, I'm looking for some crazy people tonight. Come on, everybody, stand up and raise your hand. Begin to move your feet. Begin to stretch your arms out. Amen. Begin to flap your wings. Amen. Begin to shout with a voice of trust. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.